Well, today we celebrate the solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I want to give you a beautiful gift this afternoon. I want to give you some words that I want to invite you to take into your heart this afternoon that I think will help us all to understand better. Gift of the Trinity. And those words are these. You are indwelt by love. You are indwelt by love. And those words come from a book that I have had at my side for the last several weeks called Insinu Yezu. And it's the diary of an Irish monk who began to receive words from the Lord as he prayed in adoration before the Blessed Sacrament. And as he did that, the Lord spoke to him and he began to write down what he heard. Let me take the handheld, David. Is that right? All right. There's a beautiful passage in here that talks about the Trinity. And I think it's really helpful to our celebration this afternoon. So again, Jesus is speaking to this monk and he's writing down what he hears Jesus say. And Jesus says this about the Trinity, the life of the Trinity, and the prayers that we pray and how those are received. No act of love goes unrewarded, not in this life nor in the next. Love calls to love. Prayer is the expression of love. It engages with the divine love, and so divine love, the love of my heart for the Father, and the Father's love for me, and the flame of unifying love, that is the Holy Spirit, descends into the soul of the one who prays. Thus does your soul possess heaven within itself, for heaven is the abode of Trinitarian love. It is my desire to see you pray always in this way. Allow yourself to be moved by love, toward love, and so love will descend to you and take up its dwelling within you. Where love is present, all things are possible. For where love is, there am I, together with my Father and the Holy Spirit. You are indwelt by love. Believe this and go forward in confidence and peace. Beautiful words for us this afternoon, thinking about this idea of the Trinity and the love of the Father and the Father's love for the Son and the filling of the Holy Spirit with all of that. You and I are called to abide with the Trinity, to abide with this Trinitarian love that is spoken of in our gospel reading today and in this little reading I just read for you. And there's a beautiful section of scripture that I've been studying over these last few weeks, and it's John chapter 15. And if you get a chance this week, take a few minutes with John chapter 15. 
And you'll recognize right away that this chapter begins with this beautiful image that Jesus gives us of the vine and the branches. Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches. And the word abide appears in this reading over and over and over. The idea of abiding with Jesus, abiding with the Trinity. And Jesus reminds us that apart from him, we can do nothing. And so our life of prayer is really about figuring this out, figuring out how we can spend more time abiding with the Trinity than not doing that. And the word abide comes from a Greek word, meno, M-E-N-O, Greek word meno, that means to remain, to sojourn, to continue to be present, and not to depart. Well, you've probably figured out by now that somebody dropped a chair in the middle of the sanctuary here, and that was Barb. Thank you, Barb. I asked her to do that. And this chair is here for a reason tonight. And I want us to imagine that this chair is like our relationship with the Lord, this abiding relationship that we want to have. And if you don't mind, I'm going to sit down. Is that all right? Okay, I'm going to sit down. Now, this chair was waiting for me when I got here. And that's not unlike our relationship with God. God is waiting for us. So when you and I come to prayer, when we come to that time where we want to spend time with the Lord, we can trust that the Lord is already there that he got there before we did. God is always waiting for us. Good thing to know, he's always there. And sometimes when I come to prayer, I'm not feeling all that great about myself, honestly. I might think, boy, I had a really, I didn't have such a great day today. I don't think I was a great Christian today. And I might be feeling pretty bad about my day. But God looks at us with this beautiful gaze of love. He looks right past all of those things that are bothering us, that we think are standing in the way. He looks past those things and he sees the beauty, the good things that are in our hearts. And so Jesus meets us with that gaze of love. And so if we think of this chair like our relationship with the Lord. This chair is very sturdy and solid. I can trust that I'm not gonna fall off, at least I don't think I will, of this chair. And this chair was waiting for me, as I mentioned before. It was here for me. And I feel supported and comfortable in this chair. I can rest in this chair. And that's an image of how God wants us to abide in him like this chair, to be comfortable, to rest with him, to ease our burdens and our cares. And so as I'm in relationship with God, as I am in this chair right now, I want to abide in him, I want to be with him. And I do that by relating all the events of my day to the Lord. Everything that happens throughout the day, as things come up, I'm relating them to the Lord, I'm sharing them with the Lord. 
If there are problems and difficulties, I'm asking the Lord to come into those moments and give me his wisdom and his insight. If I'm having moments of joy throughout my day, I wanna share those with the Lord too. I wanna thank God for those beautiful moments. If I'm confused or upset, I wanna relate that to the Lord as well and allow him to come into that and bring his healing and his peace. That's what it means to abide in the Lord. And when we do that, it's like being in this chair, if we think of this as our relationship with God. I'm abiding with the Lord, the Lord is abiding with me, and it's this beautiful relationship, this beautiful exchange. But guess what? Every once in a while, something is gonna pull me out of this chair, is gonna pull me out of this abiding relationship that I wanna have with the Lord. And one of those things, my brothers and sisters, is the world. We live in a world that is imperfect. We live in a world that does not always recognize the presence of God. And so there may be times in my life when I get pulled out of that chair by something around me in the world. I get distracted and I go off in a different direction than what I wanted to do. As St. Paul says, I don't do the good things I want to do. We all do that sometimes. We get out of the chair, we get pulled away. And thankfully, God is continually pulling us back into that abiding relationship with him. So as long as we're willing, we'll find our way back to the chair again, to that relationship with God. Another thing that pulls me out of the chair is my interior life, my own interior thoughts and feelings and emotions. And also sometimes the wounds that I may carry in my heart. There may be times when those things kind of bubble up and become upsetting to me, and I may choose to get out of the chair again. I lose my way. I think I can solve those problems in another way. I don't want to bother God with that stuff. And so I'm out of the chair again. I'm a little lost. And finally, our human frailty, our own humanity, our own human weakness, our sin, will pull us out of the chair from time to time. We lose our way, and it's our loving God that continues to call us back into relationship with him. Well, I don't know about you, but I'd like to spend more of my life in that chair than out. Amen? We want to spend our life abiding with the Lord and allowing him to abide in us because he lives right here, this indwelling of the Holy Spirit, Father, Son, and Spirit, right here in our hearts. And so I want to suggest to you a couple of things that I think might be helpful. At least they've been helpful for me in these last few days as I've been pondering this. Find a chair. Find a chair in your home. Doesn't matter what it is, find a chair. I happen to have a space in my house where I always pray, and so I have a prayer chair there, if you will. And when I pray, I sit in that chair. When I sit in that chair, I know what I'm there for. I'm there for prayer. I'm there to abide in the Lord. And so that chair can be for us kind of a reminder of this idea of this abiding relationship with God. So find that chair in your home, pick one out. 
And when you see that chair, hopefully it'll be a reminder of this abiding relationship that God wants to have with us. Spend time each day in prayer deliberately, not just when you're in the chair, but maybe when you're driving home from work, if it's been a tough day, relating those little annoyances and problems to the Lord. When you're at the grocery store in the frozen food section, picking out your vegetables, relaying the things of your life to the Lord, abiding with the Lord, allowing him to be part of every moment of our day. And then at the end of the day, it's a beautiful thing to sit down in that chair and spend a few minutes looking over our day. How did things go for me today, Lord? Where did I struggle? Where did I find myself getting pulled out of the chair today? What can I do tomorrow to keep myself from getting pulled out of the chair? Because this is where I want to spend my life, Lord. This is where I want to spend my time. And finally, I would commend to you John chapter 15. It's about a page and a half. It's not going to take you a long time to read. But you're going to want to read it slowly. And you're going to want to let it wash over you, this beautiful image of the vine and the branches and us abiding in the Lord and the Lord abiding in us all the times of our life. Beautiful, beautiful words. And so today, I commend to you this beautiful gift that we have, the gift of God in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And let's invite the Lord today as we receive him in the Eucharist to come more deeply in our hearts. And as we come forward with our hand out or as we extend our tongue to receive Jesus, very presence in our lives, let us remember that we are indwelt by love. Jesus, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is right here in our hearts. Amen.